and welcome to Quality of Life Radio, hosted by Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazines.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Big Blend Radio with Nancy and Lisa. You know, it is our quality of life show. And you know what? February is American Heart Month. So if it's a heart month and it's quality of life, then, you know, Dr. Jackie Ubani is back on the show. Dr. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Jackie is, well, Dr. Jacqueline Ubani is uh, known as a board certified cardiologist and electrophysiologist. She taught me the word. And she is the author of the best-selling book, Women and Heart Disease, The Real Story. She is working on her next book, all about the Mediterranean diet. Aren't you, Dr. Jackie? <laughs> I was just going, come on, we can't wait. We cool. can't wait. Um, but really, what she does is really uh, get us to really understand our heart health and to change our lifestyle to be better for our heart. Because when you hear about someone passing away, at the end of the day, it has to do with our heart. So everyone go to her website, womenandheartdiseasebook.com. So welcome back, Dr. Jackie. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me again. Hey, always good. Awesome. Um, you know, it's just, you know, when we talk about heart health and heart disease, heart attack, death, ah, wham, we don't want to talk about it, but it's a true thing. Um, when we talk about, you know, being American Heart Health Month or Heart Month, we're really looking at the reality is that heart disease is still a big killer in the country. And I know you focus in your book, obviously, about women. Um, Why women? Well, um, I focus on women uh, because I wanted to bring awareness about heart disease in women uh, because Mm -hmm. for a long time, people have thought that heart disease is mostly a disease that you see in men and it turns mm-hmm. out not to be true. So I am just part of the team out there trying to bring awareness to, you know, women about the fact that heart disease should be on the top of their list when they are sick. Okay, so one thing true, I know that you fo- fo- focus on is that it is the number one killer of women in this country. Is that true still? Is that That's still correct. the number one? It, re- it still remains the number one killer of women in the United States and the number one p- killer of everyone in the United States. Oh, so wow. men too. So all of us yeah. are in trouble if we don't yeah. get healthy. Okay, so number one killer. And because we always look at cancer being, you know, the thing. Yes, exactly. People always think that cancer, especially for women, breast cancer just tends to get a lot of press about being, you know, Mm -hmm. having a high mortality rate. But when you actually compare that to the death rates from heart disease, the death rates are are much, much higher um, from heart disease than cancer, especially breast cancer uh, in women. When you talk about a lot in your book and over the years on our show, we talk about you know, getting these heart healthy lifestyle, you know, changes that we should make men and women talk about diet, the Mediterranean diet. We talk about, you know, taking walks, getting those 150 minutes in every week, um, things like that. And we'll talk more about it, hypertension, but you've also on the show talked about things like diabetes being connected to it. Um, But when you think about it, 
when we look at a heart healthy lifestyle, does that help us if we're, you know, in trouble cancer wise and things like that? Because I mean, isn't it like part of, I mean, we can get cancer, we can get heart disease, we can get all these things uh, through genetics and, you know, passed down with those genes through our family. But on the other hand, when we're not talking about that, um, getting a lot of these things, we could try to, you know, not get these issues if we have these better diets, have this better, uh, you know, physical regime, you know, exercise, et cetera, that could help. Like I've heard so much like, don't have so much sugar that will help you, you know, fight back the probability of cancer, you know, and if we don't take that sugar, we won't get diabetes and then we won't get heart disease. Right. So it kind of slows down. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. A healthy lifestyle, not only, um, helps with a better heart health. It also helps with all of your or- other organ systems as well. You know, you get you have better heart health, you have better kidney health, you have better lung health. So overall, you're a much healthier person if you abide by these uh, healthy lifestyle. Hmm. What about hypertension and high blood pressure? I know that's something, hey, I'm apparently hitting middle age, Dr. Jackie. I didn't know it, but my best friend had to remind me of my age the other day. And I'm like, what do you mean? And she goes, well, I go to the doctor for this, 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 this. I'm like, I'm running. (laughs) But she said, no, really, this is a thing. If, I mean, when you think about going into, you know, your middle age years and hypertension, isn't that when high blood pressure starts to set in? And can that put you at a position of uh, a lesser immune system for all these other issues we could have, like diabetes, liver, all of that. Yeah, well, hypertension can cause uh, heart disease and strokes. Um, and it's as you like as you mentioned, as we get older, especially as women, as we hit menopause, uh, that's don't when say we that word. <laughs> that's when we tend to manifest illnesses like hypertension. Um, and hypertension is usually known as a silent disease because people have absolutely no symptoms until something catastrophic happens. So I think as the older you get, you should make sure you are seeing a doctor, a primary care doctor, on a, you know, on somewhat of a regular basis where your blood pressure is being checked um, on a regular basis. And if you are indeed diagnosed with hypertension, then you should follow your doctor's orders to keep it controlled as well as living a healthier lifestyle, which will help uh, bring your blood pressure uh, lower into more of a normal range. Wow. So this is interesting to me. It's like all these little things, but um, how soon, like we talk about middle age, hypertension and everything, how soon should we be aware of this? Like like how, how soon should we be looking at blood pressure in our 20s, our 30s? Children, yeah, I, I don't like, think it's ever. Yeah, I don't think it's ever too early to start, especially if you have a strong family history uh, of it. You should at least, mm, you know, make sure mm. you're going to the doctor once, twice a year when you're in your twenties or something, uh, and making sure that they're, you know, doing the wellness check and checking your blood pressure. And of course, as you get older, uh, a little bit more frequently. And if you do have a high blood pressure or hypertension in your family, um, it doesn't hurt to buy a blood pressure cuff at home and check your, you know, blood pressure um, 
in some frequency to see where it is, and if you're getting high numbers, definitely report that to your doctor and start the path down to, you know, getting it in, within a normal range. Hmm. What about stress levels? What can we do, and how bad is it to be stressed out? I think a lot of people, I mean, this country, we're talking about this, the, how the pandemic has affected so many families, not just in this country, around the world, right? And it has changed business, which has changed jobs. I mean, there's stress on climate change. You look at families and young kids being like, hey, there's shootings at a school again. We have climate change coming. We may not have water in 10 years. You know, I mean, I'm not trying to put the pressure on, but I I mean, jeez. I know. Sorry, Nancy. It's true, right? But we do shows like this and I'm always going, what about the kids? Like, how are the kids supposed to not (laughs) freak out? Like right now, if I was a teenager, I'd be like, you know, I'd be picketing a whole bunch of things and (laughs) being arrested for stuff going, hey, can we stop this crap? You know, you know, it's like what we have to stop what's going on. But I think that's it. Our stress levels are kind of extraordinarily yeah. high right now. So what would you say, yeah. so we don't in our 20s or 30s and teens have high blood pressure and really freak ourselves out? Because it doesn't really help us to get that way. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. No, stress can definitely play a role in um, manifesting disease that's most likely underlying, um, you know, bringing it out. Because during periods of stress, you have elevation of hormones that can cause your blood pressure to go up and your heart rate to go up, which is, you know, the typical fight-or-flight response that we get in stress. That's Mm. just how we're built. Um, So it's important to be aware uh, when you are, you know, stressed out. And uh, Mm. for me, I always say you need to find something uh, that you can do that you really enjoy doing that helps relax you um, and making sure to put that effort into uh, doing these activities more frequently. Mm. You know, I think that because in modern times, there are stresses, absolutely, but they're not the same stresses as back in the caveman days where, oh, I went outside the cave and a bear chased me. It's a a different thing. But I think our stress levels almost react the same way as if a bear was chasing you. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, your I, hormones so, and your body reacts the same way as it always has yeah. to stress. Yeah, so sometimes, it, I, yeah, so sometimes you just have to take a chill pill or something. I don't mean drugs. I mean, take, <laughs> Dr. Jack, I'm like, <laughs> what I think you need, to, you, you, need need to, you need to rephrase that. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was we have bad. the doctor on the show. <laughs> Dr. Mean, Jackie, could I, you just I, sign this paper for me? <laughs> no, when I say take a chill pill, I mean take a deep breath. Oh. Okay, I like that. And uh, recenter, yes. recenter yourself re-center. about. Yeah, how important yeah. was what just happened? Exactly. <laughs> I'm still sending I've your just, paper, Doctor Jackie. Because, this is legal no, for because, Lisa. <laughs> no, because I've seen people react to TV shows. Like they're going, they're going to jump out a window or something. And I'm like, it's a TV show. <laughs> right. You know, like, I feel like because we don't have some, like a bear chasing you, that now we will overreact to a TV show or a radio show or 
somebody did something on the street that you didn't like, but they were across the street and had nothing to do with you, um, that we overreact because we have all those hormones and reactions in us, but we don't have the same stresses. Mm, we have right. other stresses, but our stresses are more um, business and mental, not physical, like you're not really in danger. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, no, Ooh, absolutely. Emo emotional absolutely. health and mental health. Can that affect yeah. our heart? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, hmm. that's the same kind of, uh, in the same kind of uh, arena, um, because it can be pretty stressful, and um, it can definitely manifest, um, you know, heart disease or in people who have a predisposition to it. And it also mm -hmm. takes away your motivation from going in for your regular appointments, taking your medications, and even sticking to a heart-healthy diet. So, Oh, like just, depression. You know. Depression can yeah. affect that. You know, yeah. um, we've done so oh, wow. many shows and interviews on mental health and how it also, you know, we look at people experiencing homelessness, and it's something we've definitely seen across this country as we travel. Oh, and wow. I, I can wow. guarantee you just about anybody going into a city has seen it, especially in the southern states of the mm -hmm. country. But I've also seen it in Wisconsin, you know, in the middle of the snow. And yeah, um, and it's heartbreaking. And the people Absolutely. we've talked to at the top of trying to make positive change have said it, it used to be, I remember before we started our tour in 2012, we did an interview, 2011, mm -hmm. Pat Lamarche said the average age mm -hmm. of a child of a person that was homeless, homeless was nine years old at that time. And mm -hmm. that had to do with the 2008 crash, financial crash. And mm -hmm. it's true. We traveled the country at that time. We saw families living out of cars, mm -hmm. out of motels, you know, little seedy motels and stuff. And um, so we kind of had a resurgence of that. We have the pandemic. And we have this drug issue going on. And why are people taking drugs? And she said, all of it stems from trauma. Everything. Mm -hmm. All of it starts from that. Some kind of trauma, whether it's from, you know, serving in the military, serving in different arenas, whether it's a family trauma. Uh, so all of this does catapult into uh, mental and emotional health and strength or, you know, just those things. And our country isn't. We need to do better in that. Let's just put it that way. Um, but I wonder about that. How many people go through that kind of severe trauma? We don't see it. We don't know it. And it really affects heart. Like you, we don't realize like, you know what? This is actually not just leading to if, if you're going through severe stress, drug addiction will be something or alcoholism or any kind of addiction it could be chocolate cake. I go for the chocolate yeah. cake. That sounds like way much more sounds fun. Sounds good but, to me. But um, I, Dr. Jackie will say right. no. But right, <laughs> no, no addictions. But it can affect your, like if you're going through something emotional or stress, don't we have to realize that that is tied to our mortality, like in some way? Or you know what I mean? Or am I being too over some, am I saying it? Where, where's the yeah, line? No, I think you're, you're absolutely right. There's, yeah, there's data to suggest that, you know, if you're going through emotional uh, stress or have a mental illness like depression, anxiety, um, 
these kind of people, if they have underlying medical problems, they tend to just they tend to not pay attention to them because they you know because of the mental health issue, the depression, and just you know lack of motivation mm-hmm. to take your medicines, lack of motivation to go see a doctor, um, and, and those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. So it wow. can make people with heart disease. It can make your heart disease worse because you're not mm-hmm. you're not doing what you need to do um, to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Do you think and like women? Like you said, these can lead, then lead to to um, addiction mm-hmm. to things like drugs and alcohol, which then just all spirals down, and it's just mm-hmm. overall a bad health. Do you think women tend to, especially moms, are so busy, and then women in certain workplaces, depending on where you work, you know, there's this go 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 can overdo it for ourselves that we we are piling too much on our shoulders because we have to have to have to because the world is not still not quite equal right um and of course being caregivers to children and sometimes to elders um that that could add to that and then as caregivers you have to sometimes put those boundaries too because of your own health because you can't really help if you don't have your own health Yes, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, th- this this was the reason. This was what you're talking about is one of the reasons that, you know, we started to notice that you know heart disease is you know, the the incidence of mortality rates of heart disease is higher in women. Um, mm-hmm. And we're looking for trying to figure out why that is. And you know, we come to find out that a lot of women or women in general tend to be caregivers, and they tend to mm-hmm. put everybody ahead of themselves. They never. Mm-hmm. Um, about going to see a doctor or they downplay their symptoms. So all these things has led yep. to the pushing and the educating of women about heart disease and, you know, a- encouraging women if they feel anything that's abnormal, you should, you know, seek medical attention uh, right away um, because, you know, women, you know, were not aware that, you know, this could be a manifestation of heart disease. And, you know, I'm a woman, I'm young, why would I put, why would I, you know, have be having heart disease, so they never think about that. But that's that's the whole push and the whole drive of of February being Women's Heart Health Month, you know, educating women and um, making mm. them aware of heart disease and, uh, you know, thinking about that those kinds of things, putting yourself first as a woman um, and making mm-hmm. sure you take care of yourself because if you're not well as a caregiver, you can't take care of your loved ones, so you should mm. take care of yourself first. And for so many years, it was expected and accepted that a woman would hold down a full-time job and raise a family and care for a family, come home, cook dinner, clean the house, go back to work the next day over and over and over. Well, guy goes to work, comes home, gets his dinner served to him and goes to bed or watches Thank God for dishwashers. Sorry. No, I'm just (laughs) going to be honest about it, assuming... Because people assume the man's job was always physically harder yeah. than the woman's. Mm. But that's not yeah. always true. Because there's a lot no. of guys just work in an office. So I'm sorry, dudes. The same as a woman working But, but in at office. the end of the day, it so, is about what are we chasing, right? Yeah, so but, what are we chasing? But, right. You know, but I think things are changing now. But in the more modern families, I think sometimes the guy's cooking and sometimes the woman's cooking. And yeah, it's changed. It up. It's changing because Thanks. of the the amazing technology of the dishwasher. 
<laughs> no, but no, I think it's because TV shows say, look at you, you're doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, are well, you I all think, in the family or but, you, you know? COVID taught us a lot about what is really meaningful for us in our lives. I, I, yeah. think, I hope we hold that as we, you know, get through this because the pandemic's really not over. Sorry, but it's not, it's not as bad and people aren't dying like it right. would happen. Right. But it's still, you know, lingering with weird effects and all kinds of stuff. But um, I think it goes down to purpose. And I think what's always interesting is about when we talk about medical health, we always think the body, but it's always touch. It, it is always, it touches in on your spiritual and emotional health, your mind, body, and spirit are all connected. And I think we always touch on that with you. Dr. Jackie, and when we talk about women, I really want to talk about this. As we travel the country, we see places that I know those women are never going to get help. The only help they're going to get is giving birth. And if they get to a hospital, they're lucky. And I mean that in our own country here. We have a problem for women not actually always getting the medical care that they need. So for those women listening, what would you say they can do? And for those who have the money or, you know, the insurance and whatever, what can we do? Because prevention is key, right? So right. it doesn't really matter where we are in that spectrum, but what can we do to turn things around? And before that, what are the symptoms of you need to turn things around? So let's start with that and some steps people can do. So what would you say? Hey, you're starting to, you're not doing well in your heart health. What would be some signs people should recognize? So, um, in terms of, well, I'll start with prevention. In terms of preventing, you know, heart disease, um, we always talk about living a healthy lifestyle. And we talk about things like, you know, physical activity. You know, it doesn't have to be anything strenuous. You know, you, you, we always go on our one-hour walk in our neighborhood. Um, yes. That's always a good way that you can. <laughs> we just walked in a forest in and some... Nancy had to scoot down a hill, by the way. Well, that was <laughs> and she did. I have photos to send you. Nancy did good. We just did a, like, yeah, muddy hike in the Appalachian woods. So anyway, sorry, and it was fun, ahead. right? Yeah, and it's fun. It you know, fun, you can do something fun and physical. Um, you I know, gave you her five ounces do... of wine at the end. I told exactly. her, if you do this, you get your five <laughs> ounces. Sorry. You no, know, I have a exactly. what I call I have a trick knee. Like sometimes it's there and sometimes it's not. And when you're on the slippery slope, that's when it goes. I don't think I'm going to be there. So I know my butt. I. Now it's time to get down on your hands and knees. <laughs> She's good at down a well, hill you can, in the forest. Well, you good. can pick that something not so rigorous <laughs> if if you don't if your physical capacity level is not that high. You can pick yeah, something well, not so rigorous, see, like walking I'm on just flat saying, land. It wasn't it wasn't my choice. But... No, but this but this is it. I think just about a lot of women we have places to walk. And if you're right. not in the same neighborhood, I get, get yeah. you can walk in your house around, right? Yeah, just, exactly. A, there are many places you can do it. You know, you just have mm-hmm. to, you just have to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you find something physical that's fun for you, whether it's, mm-hmm. you know, outside playing, you know, basketball, mm-hmm. for some, some kind of sport or, you know, getting together with your girlfriends for yeah. a hike. 
uh, a morning walk, a bike ride, or something. something Play with that the you dog. Find fun. That will get you. Yeah. Yeah, walk your dog. And seriously, if you can't do it, get down on your hands and knees. It's fine. <laughs> it's true. And you it's, can it's true. And you can, <laughs> you can scoot down the hill like Nancy. But no, but that's the thing. It's like, it I think fun. when you're also doing your physical, this is something I've noticed too. If you're in a funk of any kind of anything, physical activity will take that out of you. Like if oh, you're yeah. angry, like if you've had a, you know, an argument with your spouse or your partner or oh. your kids are annoying you, go for a walk or meditate. By the time you come back to it, it's just not that mm-hmm. big of a deal. Not so big of a deal. does that help also with our blood pressure just in that like yes, if something's going on? Cool. Yes, it does. It helps you relax and, you know, mm-hmm. you, you know, your stress hormones uh, are not so high and your blood pressure comes down, your heart rate comes down and definitely good for your heart health what is the blood pressure that everyone should have or does everybody have a different one that they should have so our most recent guidelines um of course is pushing for the lower the blood pressure the better Um, Mm -hmm. so the most recent guidelines have defined normal blood pressure as anything less than 120 over 80 which is a lot lower than than it used to be but that's what yeah, that's a lot here. lower. We abide by now, yes. Mm. So okay, oh. so now let's talk about. <laughs> I'm the telling middle. people you got to take a chill pill. Well, what's what's the 80 <laughs> stand for? Like like the the 120 is like your heartbeat, and the 80s are which one? What are those numbers again? Like so you know, I learn it, and the, then I don't know what the heck it's, it I is know. later. Sorry. So the top number is called the systole, mm-hmm. and the bottom number is diastole. So that's just. The top number represents the pressure when your heart pumps, squeezes, and the bottom number is when your heart relaxes and dilates. So that's just the heart pumping, pump blood out, and then relaxes to fill with blood, then pumps blood out, and then relaxes. So the top number represents, you know, the pressure when the heart pumps, and then the bottom number is the diastole when the heart relaxes the pressure. Oh, so this is like music, like a band. If they didn't rehearse, your blood pressure sucks. And if your band (laughs) is running smoothly, this is like if your bass player is there. Yeah, your bass player and drummer having to be in sync. Yeah, 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 have to be in sync and have to be low. (laughs) And we want them as we want. And they need to be. They need to be low, and they need to be steady. We want the cool, funky bass that's steady. Yes, good rhythm must have good rhythm. Okay, this is right. important. Okay, so now let's talk about women's middles, the middle thingy, the muffin toppy thing. Isn't what? that a sign? The middle, the, the, the muffin top, what? the belly, the belly. Because <laughs> oh. you can well, yeah. things on Facebook. Belly Every time I'm doing too. anything with Dr. Jackie, I but, start looking at heart health, okay. and I get all these Facebook ads, and they're going, look okay, at your belly. Men have it this too. Is, yeah, but there's like different belly fat for women, and you shouldn't have this and you shouldn't. And I'm like, I don't know, well, but men I have I, more. I, they got bigger muffins. Apparently, than apparently, no matter yeah. what, I need to go do some more walking. But what should <laughs> we, right. we be aware about in regards to our muffin tops or extra spare yeah. tires or whatever you want to call it? Right. So some studies have shown um, that you can use your abdominal circumference or the measurement around your abdomen to determine what your risk 
for heart diseases, whether you're considered high risk or low risk. And the general oh. recommendation is if you're, if the circumference around your abdomen is less than 35, then you're at lower risk. And if it's if it's higher than that, then you're you're considered to have a higher risk of cardiovascular disease, and you should therefore um, try to maintain a a healthy lifestyle and you know getting checked for hypertension, diabetes, Ooh. and high cholesterol, and uh-uh. keeping them under control. Doctor Dr. Jack, are you telling me when you say about like, you know, this and that, like you're saying basically like my waist can determine whether or not I can lift water out of your swimming pool if I jump in. That's really what you're telling me right now. I can help you with that. Isn't it about pressure on your heart? The the bigger you are, the more fat layered you have. Yeah, the there's just something about fat pressure. accumulation in the abdomen yeah. Oh. Yeah. that is associated with high risk for, you know, heart disease. So you can have fat accumulate anywhere else in the body, but the fat in the abdomen tends to portend oh. a worse prognosis than fat anywhere else. Oh, but it wasn't as yeah. bad so after, just a 30, rough 30, after 30. After 30, it started, yeah. you know. yeah. It, it really did. Start. It said, I'm here to hang out with you, girl. Yeah. And, and that's and why said, no. as women, mm-hmm. as women, as we get older, that's why we're oh. just at higher risk for heart disease. It all starts happening once you pass a certain mm. age. Yeah, what's up happening. with that? No, and, mm, then, yeah. and then the hormones affect the, the fatty stuff, too. And, yeah, and the hormones absolutely. make you want to have that extra glass of wine because it's uh, so annoying about all of it. You go, oh, just one more. Oops. And then Dr. Jackie goes, no. She's always <laughs> sitting on my shoulder. She's like I'm this like little angel devil. sitting uh, yes. there. You are. I'm the, always. The yeah. very first time you're on the show, and I remember you coming on, then you came on again, mm-hmm. and then we talked about Christmas. And I was like, Dr. Jackie's mm-hmm. on my shoulder. She said, do not buy those cookies. You know they're no. full of preservatives. They're not homemade anyway. Yeah. Don't eat them. They suck. And what I didn't buy on? them. And, you know, <laughs> I still had some naughty things. And I did have the extra glass of wine. But then you said, don't do it the next day. And, like, That's go right. back to, you know, walking. Right. But she's there on right. my shoulder. Like, you know, and she's right. there. Like, that voice, like, No. Don't do that. And then right. I go, Dr. Jackie. Do you know how many times I say Dr. Jackie? Like, you know, really, I always go, well, Dr. Jackie says, and people look at me, you're listening to your doctor. I'm like, she's right here, right now. She's telling me no. And it doesn't mean I always listen. But if I don't listen, I hear her the next morning saying, you should never have done that. <laughs> I mean it. Well, good. No, well, I'm, I'm glad that you, it, it shows that you are listening and you I are do. comprehending oh. everything I say, and you're trying to apply it to your life, which is good. You've got to really have good. something but, in your head that reminds you not to do it. And I think, right. you know, as, as women, we have to have our family of girls that go, or boys too, and are welcome to go, or men, excuse me, ladies, men, whatever. We have to have a team so that we're accountable to it. You can't just go, I'm going right. to do all this and then have no accountability to anybody else. I think we have to have our friends. And even if you just tell a friend and go, listen, I need to do this. And then your friend goes, hey, how's that going? And they're like, oh, that sucks. Well, get back on it. You know, you're allowed that's to correct. mess up. Yes, absolutely. And that's important. That's important to know. If you mess up, it's not the end of the world. You just get back on the horse the next day. 
That's we're all right. humans, we all make mistakes, and it's not the end of the world. Isn't it funny that animals just do what's healthy and they don't have that problem? They like, do once they're as humans, we're the ones who have the brain, right? And we right. have the brains to make <laughs> choices. And here's a coyote. There's hardly any fat coyotes. You know what I mean? There's not yeah. fat cougars. They are if they get put fat in animals are the ones that are controlled by humans. The animals in the wild are not fat. But here we are with our brains and we can't control our own weight, myself <laughs> included. Yeah, it is funny that because we have a choice that we, we do. continually make. But that's something choice. we should look at as being we are so lucky to have yeah. this knowledge. I mean, yeah. we have we have shows like this with Dr. Jackie. She's written a book. We have knowledge that we didn't have 10, 20, 30 years ago. And we have this. Yeah, and right. this is another that brings me to the really big part of what if the heart attack happens. So mm. we've talked about this on the show, but I want always to just bring this back up because women do not have a heart attack like men do. We have heart attacks, but we don't recognize we're having a heart attack. Like you do, you know, we always say Fred yeah. Sanford because he did do the epitome <laughs> of a heart attack. Um, heart and then attack, there's yeah. many people who don't know who we're talking about. So can you give us a difference between the two? Because it's a big, it, and so, we want both to be represented, men and women. Yes, right. So the typical signs and symptoms of a heart attack, uh, we say is, is uh, when you have chest pressure, usually on the left side, and people describe it like, you know, an elephant sitting on your chest because it's such, it's such strong pressure mm. Mm. Uh, and so associated with shortness of breath. And when you say the Fred Sanford sign, that's, you know, you can see pictures of people clutching their chest, indicating mm. that pain in their chest, and it's most likely coming from the heart. But we know from our, you know, research that only about uh, about 40% of women who are having heart attacks don't present with symptoms mm -hmm. of chest pains or the classic symptoms. Women can present with very nonspecific signs, like just in general, just not feeling well, you know, short of breath, nausea, vomiting. And sometimes it can be difficult to know if you're having a, a, a heart attack. So that we, mm -hmm. I generally recommend that if you're a woman, you should know what your risk factors are for heart disease. Um, and mm -hmm. if you do have, you know, multiple risk factors and you have a number of all a number of these um non specific symptoms at the same time like shortness of breath associated with sweating, um radiation down your arm or shortness of breath, something like that, you should seek medical attention right away. Because mm -hmm. the earlier you go to the hospital and get medical attention, the higher likelihood you are over a hundred percent from mm. heart disease. And so knowing your family history can help too. Right. Yeah, right, that can help too. Yeah. I, Dr. Jackie, I know this is going to be one of those stupid Lisa questions, but I'm going to bring it up because, like, I I get to. But <laughs> so there's they always say, oh, so and so had a bunch of mini strokes, and we just didn't know, but they're still alive and they're fine. And so mm -hmm. to me, isn't that like a big, like I'm going to say that's like my big belly sign, <laughs> you know? I want to say big that's ass that I just did, sign. but that's a sign. Um, that that's yeah. a that's a problem and like if people don't recognize a stroke but could like if you have a heart attack 
as a woman, can you have the same kind of thing as a stroke? Because you think a stroke like that could kill you. If you have a, can you have a heart attack that's a small heart attack and you don't know? So that's my stupid yeah. question. Or do you it, just it, automatically you, die? Yeah, you can. Um, I mean, if it's a small one, um, and you know, mm-hmm. our studies do show that diabetic patients can have what we call silent heart attacks because with diabetes you have also disease of nerves and so you don't feel pain. So you can have, oh. you know, heart attacks, silent ones or small ones in the distal vessels and not know about it and um, they manifest mm-hmm. much later mm-hmm. with different symptoms. Wow. I know when my dad went into the hospital like uh, for years, but they told him the first time he went in that he had had, they somehow decided, I don't know how, that he had had a couple of heart attacks. I don't know how they knew. And he said, no, I didn't. And they were like, yes, you did. So I don't know how they knew. How would they tell? So he probably had some imaging studies of his heart where you can see, Uh, you know, either mm -hmm. or or that the heart's dilated or something like that that would indicate that you've had some kind of injury to your heart. Wow. Oh, okay. Wow. And he was so adamant that he didn't. And they they were like, yeah, you did. Well, I think they would know. You know, and that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's so... It's so important to know about this. Like you were saying, this is the number one killer of women and men in this country. Mm. Uh, Women, it's the number one killer. And that includes between cancer and lung and lung, uh, breast cancer and lung disease combined. Um, Mm -hmm. It's um, that's a huge number. And so, you know, as we go out of the pandemic, a lot of us wanted to go outside. We did exercise. Some of us ate more cookies. But as we go through change, (laughs) don't let the changes which are very difficult to go through emotionally too and i know a lot of us are going through job changes career changes mm-hmm. starting businesses um suddenly having children because you also had fun in the pandemic too um so at the same time we cannot let those things affect our health right so that's, that's the importance of this conversation i think it's such a you know we've talked about this for years with you dr jackie all these you know mm-hmm. things but I feel like this year it's really important because I feel like the weight of the pandemic is just kind of hitting now in a weird way, you know? Absolutely. So, Absolutely. so thank we you for joining us. Yeah. I was yeah. just saying we were going to, we will soon find out the ramifications of, of uh, the pandemic on people with chronic heart disease. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a big one, but everyone, again, Dr. Jackie's book is out now. Women and heart disease, the real story, go to women and heart disease book.com. Dr. Jackie's on big blend ready all the time. We'll bring her back to talk about food next time, but uh, I know Mediterranean diet is the way to go, right? If we look at that, um, that's another good tip is to look at that. Um, and also go yeah. to Dr. Jackie's website, cvwellnessinstitute.com. If you are in Southern California, that's where you can book a visit with Dr. Jackie. Keep up with us at bigblendradio.com. Thank you so much for joining us, Dr. Jackie. Thank you for having me. Have a wonderful evening, day. You, you too. too. All right. Take care.